Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. All right, here on this Saturday morning, April 10th, 2021. I know things look a little different. You usually used to be standing up. You probably don't know that I'm sitting down, but yes, I am sitting down. Um, I got my green screen behind me. I got my cell phone recording me to the left. I got the light over here to the left, so it illuminates the green screen. Because I, like, I like I explained to you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to start doing relationship stuff one-on-one reacts. So I got the uh, the, um, the stand here behind me. You guys can't see it. That puts the green screen right behind me as I sit down, so that I'm able to bring these videos to you, ladies and gentlemen. But today, we're going to finish up the Relationship Stuff 101 series with episode 10. And episode 10, I did research on this, but I really didn't do research on this subject, as you see in the title. Can people that have never been married give married people advice? Now, when I look up, when I look into this, right... And I looked a little deeper. I started to see that it's two sides of the spectrum, right? You can be in a domestic relationship. Now, for those of you who don't know the domestic relationship, I'm gonna do you I'm gonna do you a favor. We're gonna we're gonna record, we're gonna look at my screen here. I'm gonna give you guys you guys a favor. We're gonna look up a domestic, a domestic relationship. So we're going to do this together. For you ladies and gentlemen listening on the podcast, you'll get to hear it too. I won't leave you ladies and gentlemen out. Now as you see, it got rid of me. And only you see my screen. That's what you see. You see my screen, so it got rid of me. I just want you ladies and gentlemen to be patient. If you can still see me, that's fine. But we're going to look up together what a domestic relationship is. Pull this out. Some things I'm working on here. Okay, I want I don't know if you can still see it. If you can still see it, I'll know when I when I upload this video. called the domestic partnership excuse me ladies and gentlemen okay a domestic partnership is an interpersonal relationship between two individuals who live together and share a common domestic life but are not married to each other to or to anyone else people in domestic partnerships receive benefits that guarantee the right of super supervisorship hospital visitations and other things now what is a domestic partnership as you look into what a domestic partnership is as I, as I as I click back over to you ladies and gentlemen as you look at into what a domestic partnership is I'm going to take this screen off of here as I continue to talk I'm going to I'm just going to take this this screen off and you're going to come you'll see me 
it's my first time using this this app too, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, be patient with me. I'm gonna t- take off this display, and you'll come right back to me. All right, there we go. Now, as you see, basically what a domestic partnership is is two people can live together for about let's say seven years, and they don't even want to be married, but they have they're having the same interactions, not the same interactions, but they have the same relationship that people would if they were in a marriage. So can these people who are in a domestic partnership for 10 years give a married couple who has been married 10 years advice? Yes, they can, because these two people have lived together for 10 years and they're not married. But can a person who's been in a relationship for six months Come in and give these people advice. Excuse me. If you want to be serious, you can only interject your experiences and what you've experienced over the years towards these people's experience and towards these people's situation. But you cannot give them advice if you have not lived in their shoes. There's no way to give them advice if you have not lived in their shoes. If you not live with someone else for five years straight, for four years straight, for three years straight, two years straight. If you have not lived with somebody that long, you don't understand the power, the dedication, the loyalty and the respect and everything else that goes into making sure that the other person is content and they're happy and they feel great just the same way you do. So in a lot of instances, you have people who are single who see things on the the outside and they think about how they would handle it if it was them. But what they don't understand is most of the time, the way they want to handle it, it can't be handled that way if you live with the person, if you are married to the person, and y'all are together in a holy matrimony. There is no, hey, if if you think that, you know, if you think that he's cheating, just leave him, you know? If you, uh... Are unhappy, just leave. Just break up with them. No, there is none of that. If you think that you're unhappy in your relationship, you first have to understand that happiness is an emotion. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I have to keep adjusting my mask as it's falling down as I'm talking. Happiness is an emotion. So, if you are emotional in your relationship and you are consistently angry and you're always depressed and you're always upset and you look for this other person to bring happiness and to bring calm into your, into your, uh, how I want to say this, into your soul, you're not going to get that. Now, they can be the comedian that you need them to be for 20 minutes. They can be the comedian that you need them to be for 40 minutes. But it's not going to last. And that's the that's the thing that people believe. Oh, this guy is so funny. I want to be with him because every day he's going to make me laugh. That's like the court jester. The court jester's job 
is to make the queen laugh. That's his job. He does nothing but make her laugh. If the court jester stops making the queen laugh, she might take his head off. But what is really wrong with the queen? Maybe the queen needs to take a step back and reevaluate her existence and reevaluate who she is and try to find uh, intervention if she cannot find happiness within herself. If there's so many demons that she's dealing with and she cannot find her own happiness, maybe there's time for intervention. And a lot of times that takes a professional to come in and work with you ladies and gentlemen to explain to you the psychological and the biological things that are going on inside of you to make that so that you can bring the relationship back into order. Regular people who have no education or who have not studied uh, marriage or who have not studied these psychological or biological mishaps, they cannot give you advice on what you should do or how you should do it or how it's making you feel or how it's affecting you. Now, I was going to come on here and say, even if you was a relationship expert, even if you was a psychologist, you know, you still really can't give nobody advice on a marriage. You can talk to people, talk to 30, 40 couples, you know, a year, and you still wouldn't understand the extent of what they're going through. And, and in a way, that's true. To fully understand what a person is going through in a marriage, you have to be there. Because even when the people come talk to the counselor, even when the people come talk to the person that's given an intervention, they're not being the person that they're being when they're at home. They turn into this different person. They turn on a different persona and they start to turn on this bravado or they start to turn on this ego or, or, or whatever they're turning on to make themselves seem to be the victim or to be victimized. And that makes things a little bit more confusing. You know, because then there's an argument that will ensue around this uh, person who's given an intervention. And the person takes a step back and look at the two people and say, hey, maybe we need to listen to each other. Maybe we need to find better ways to communicate. And the husband or the wife may be finding the best ways to communicate. Or they may be looking for the best ways to communicate. But the partner that they're dealing with is just unbearable. And as much as they try to communicate, this person is just ridiculous. They just can't say anything to them. They can't find the right words. Every time they say something, it's going too far. Or this sentence was just not enough. And then next thing you know, they find themselves not being talked to for days. Not being talked to for weeks. You know, then there's no intimacy. And then there's fear that things may be going down the chute and... They go to one of their single friends and they say, hey, man, my wife hasn't talked to me in two weeks. We haven't been intimate in two months. What do I do? Only a single friend couldn't even understand what happened there. Like, what caused this two weeks of non-communication? And what has caused this two months of non-existing intimacy? What has caused this? The person on the outside will look at it 
as she not talking to you, you know, don't talk to her. You know, they'll probably give you some crazy advice on a, on a, on a, uh, the cusp of um, maybe giving her silent treatment to see if she eventually will start talking to you. Or, you know, um, find different ways to make her communicate. Find things she like. Or, you know, uh, if she likes, you know, like watching Lifetime, you may be in a living room, y'all not having any conversation, and you just turn on Lifetime and you try to interject with her with a movie that's on. And while the movie is on, you know, try to touch her hand or, you know, try to try to caress her. It's more serious than that. A lot of times, when the when the when the communication has broken down for two weeks, it's way more serious. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. It's way more serious than you trying to find a way to get them to communicate because that may initiate another fire or ignite another flame. And if there's been no intimacy for two months, you're going to start to think, hey, is she cheating? Or, you know, is there someone else? And, I mean, it's just the fear that people have to understand. There's fear and there's anger at the same time. There's, there's, not, there's not just anger. There's fear, too. A lot of, a lot of men would, would trick you guys out there to believe in that there's no fear when it comes to... Uh, Excuse me. There's no fear when it comes to them being suspicious of the person that they're in a relationship with cheating on them or not. They will. They will they're tricking you to believe that there's no fear. There is fear and there's anger. A person on the outside would only see anger, not fear, because you cannot fear something you're not a part of. So why would you fear it? That's what has to be understood. And that's why people who have never been married can't give married people advice. There's too many emotions as we come into as we coming towards the uh, towards the final lap here on the uh, on the podcast. There's too many emotions that's built inside of this relationship or a domestic partnership, as we saw. There's too many emotions on a daily basis every day. That is, that is being exchanged that a single person cannot understand. Your uh, validity, if you want to say that, or the amount of relationships you've been in is that question. Now, as the amount of relationships you've been in, as I just said, the validity of those relationships, how long did they last? is now up to questioning. If you have been in a relationship for, let's say, going off and on for 20 years, each person you got with, you only was in a relationship with them for six months, you really don't understand the extent of being around somebody for five years straight. Having to decrease your emotions, increase happiness sometimes, just to make that person happy, decrease what you want just to make sure they get what they want a lot of times. That's what it's about. And a lot of people say, look, I ain't taking that. I'm not doing that. You know, and a lot of those people, they stay single. They they, they feel good single because they don't want to give up 
They don't want to give up that little bit. Like, a relationship is 50-50. A lot of people don't want to give up that 50. You understand what I'm saying? They, they don't want to give up the other half. So, because they're so into themselves, they may give somebody else 20. Now you got 80-20. And that person... Excuse me. I'm saying, I said that wrong. They may expect that person to give them 80 while they give the person 20. That's what I'm saying. I meant to say. Because they're not willing to give up anything. And eventually that relationship would just die out. Because that person's not willing to work with someone. Um, as we hear at the end, and it, it may seem as I go give you no advice at all. Or it may seem as like I, I really didn't make any sense what I said here today but in, in, in all I made a lot of sense I just didn't beat around the bush there's many different things that y'all can go research many different things that y'all can go look at to find this answer can someone who has never been married give a married person advice that's like saying can a person that has never worked on a car Give a person that has been working on vehicles for 10 years advice. No, you can't. Even if you do know how to change a battery, even if you do know how to change a light bulb or something of that nature, you cannot work on that car if you've never worked on it before. There's too many, there's too many mechanical things. There's too many hands-on things that goes into uh, fixing that car correctly that you need to understand excuse me in order to fix that car correctly in order to help someone fix their car you need to be a mechanic you don't need to be somebody who's just the hood mechanic or the local mechanic who got a niche for cars and you out there fixing people's cars and they're consistently breaking them down and bringing them back to you. Mad as hell. No. You need to find a real mechanic. Somebody who fixed cars. Because that's just what this is. You understand? You wouldn't have heart problems and go to the local person who thinks that he's a heart surgeon to get your surgery. You're going to go to a real heart surgeon. Somebody who has been operating on people for years. You go into that person because they have the insight. They have the experience. And they know exactly what to do. Now, that's the reason why I didn't say that... Or the reason why I didn't say... Can single people give married people advice? I didn't say that because of the domestic partnership. The domestic partnership, those people are not single. But they're not married. They're in a domestic partnership. And that's basically them living. Like a domestic partnership can last, like I said, as long as a marriage. And those people in that domestic partnership and people that are married can relate. They can relate to the same thing. They can relate to something that's going on inside of the relationship. They can relate. So, yes. It's it's possible for single people to give married people advice. But can someone who has never been married give a married person advice? That seems weird. Like I said, it seems weird that I would say that because 
like I'm saying, if you, excuse me, if you've never been married, you cannot get that person advice. But if you're single and you have 30 years of experience dealing with married couples, you can interject as an intervention, as, a, as giving an intervention to be a mediator for these people because you have a great amount of experience. But still, you are not tied into the emotions that is going on within that marriage. You still have to be married to understand the emotions that are going in the marriage. Before I close out, since we're coming towards the since we, we, we're coming towards the end, I want to give y'all a great analogy, right? Or not a great analogy. I want to give y'all a story. I don't tell many stories. It's gonna be quick. <laughs> I don't want nobody to say, oh, I'm clicking off the video now. You got two people who go to an amusement park. They're both the right size to get on a roller coaster. They sit in the front seat. You all know when you sit in the front seat of a roller coaster, you in for a hell of a ride. They sit in the front seat of the roller coaster. Nobody else that's ever visited the, the amusement park has sat in the front seat because they don't want to experience the emotional turmoil that goes on when you sit in the front seat of the roller coaster. They'd rather sit in the middle. They don't want to sit in the rear either because you feel an extreme amount of pressure and an extreme amount of uh, fear, excitement, anxiety, stress, and different things sitting in the back of a roller coaster too. So they like to sit in the middle. But these two people, they come into the amusement park and they get right in the front. They didn't listen to nothing nobody told them about sitting in the middle, about sitting up front. I never sit up front. You probably don't want to do that. It's the worst place that you can be. But these people have sat in the front and they've been in the front for 10 years. Then somebody comes into the amusement park that knows about the front seat and tries to give these people advice about the front seat. But they never been there. They never experienced that that they never experienced those where those hills drop. They never experienced the loop. They never saw the ground from the front seat. They never seen that. So because they've never seen it, regardless if you watched it on YouTube, regardless if you you uh use virtual reality or anything. There's nothing like feeling that pressure in real life. And until you feel that pressure, and until you feel what it feels like to ride in the front seat of that roller coaster, you can never tell anybody anything about being in the front seat of a roller coaster, if that makes sense. So, no, you cannot give a married person advice if you've never been married. There is a difference. If you're single and you have experience, like I said, for 20, 30 years, or if you're in a domestic partnership, which you're not married, you're still in a relationship, but you're not married, you can give a married person advice. But I'm saying people who've never been married, and in this case, they've never been married either. But the funny thing about, like I keep explaining and going back to it again, I hate to hate, I hate to beat a dead horse, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to smack the horse one more time. Domestic partnership 
and a single person who's never been in either one of those for more than two or three years cannot give you advice if they've never been in a, in a relationship and live with someone for two or three years straight. No, you can't do it. Um, yeah, so I wanted to use, I wanted to use this podcast to end off the relationship stuff one-on-one series i want to thank you ladies and gentlemen for checking out the series if you haven't checked out the series go back to episode number one go all the way through to here to number 10 because all of these episodes are one big story and together on how to um reach a state of stability a state of happiness a state of comfort comfort a state of content and a state in which both of you are extremely extremely proud and extremely loyal and extremely confident that the relationship will head to greater places in the future to come all of these episodes together are providing you with that information even though they're short once again, I mentioned this in every episode or every other episode. Even though that they're short, this episode may be connected to an episode I did in episode two or three. You know, where I started off telling you that they brainwashed you from the start. And then I come into elderly and insecurity as you grow in your relationship. You know, then I take, then I hit you with toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. You understand? Can single mothers raise their sons? You know, and that, there's another thing that's on the on the other end of that spectrum. We'll touch on it real quick. Can single fathers raise their daughters? It's the same as the son. You can you can you can present a woman to the world, but psychologically. Is she a lady? Because she hasn't seen a lady. It's all about psychology. You understand? It's all about the experience of seeing a woman compared to hearing about one or experiences that dad had with women and then putting these experiences on you as a daughter. So, maybe the same thing. Psychologically, can a man raise a woman, a girl to be a woman? No. He can present a woman to you, but psychologically, she's probably not a woman. She needs a woman to help her understand what women do. A strong woman, a confident woman, a woman who knows what she wants and a woman who respects many people and respects the person that she's in a relationship with or the people she come in contact with. So, Going on, going ahead on and ending the series here. I want to thank you again for checking out the Relationship Stuff 101 series. Next weekend, we will be doing Relationship Stuff 101 Reacts. If you follow me on Instagram, send me some Instagram uh, videos that you think I should react to. Um, some different things that's going on on Instagram. Also, RIP to DMX. Um, for those of you don't, that don't know, I mean, it's been all over social media, so... Unless you've been living under a rock, you know that uh, you don't know that DMX passed away today. Uh, so RIP to DMX. Do the X sign up for. Him. Um, 
Yeah, so we're going to come back next week with Relationship Stuff 101 Reacts. Uh, we'll start off there. Y'all let me know what y'all think about that. Once again, I don't have a Patreon. I thought about starting one. So if you, want to, if you uh, ladies and gentlemen, want to help out with the podcast, I'll leave the cash app in the description box. I'll leave the cash app in the description of the podcast if y'all want to help out. Um, if you're new to this channel, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, make sure you click the notification bell when you know that Relationship Stuff 101 is live. And you can check out the video um, as soon as I download it. Excuse me. Um, what else? Follow on Instagram. Follow on Facebook. Excuse me. Check out the Facebook group. Follow on Twitter and Instagram. Um, okay. There we go. Yeah. Subscribe. Follow. Follow. Check out the Facebook group. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank y'all. It's been Saturday, y'all. Y'all been sitting here with me on this Saturday morning, April 10th, 2021. I'm your host, Shahir Henderson, and I will catch y'all in the next video. I'm out of here.